Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, this is a serious one. You know, sometimes I say things in jest, use a little sarcasm. Uh, this is as serious as a heart attack. Get your kids as we- uh, as far away from the libs as you can and as soon as you can do it. There is a mental health crisis time bomb about to go off. And we always produce the facts and the receipts. I'm going to make the case to you today that a lot of this, not all of this, is due to insane nutbag liberals eating away like a brain-eating amoeba at your kids' brains. The facts are right in front of you. And even liberals are starting to acknowledge it. I got a lot to talk about today, an important show. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Friends with chaos and danger all over the place. I highly recommend you stock up on emergency food. Why? You need emergency food. You you ensure everything in your lives that matter. You ensure your car. You ensure your health, your teeth. Why would you not ensure your food supply? It doesn't make any sense. You don't want to be subjected to government food lines when, not if, the emergency happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and stock up on their three-month emergency food kit today. When you do, you'll get $200 worth of survival gear as a free bonus. You'll need this gear when things fall apart or the grid goes down or any time you might have to fend for yourself. To see everything you'll get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 bonus gift comes free with each three-month emergency food kit uh, you order. Get one for every member of your family. Get multiples. That way, everyone in your family can be prepared and have calories because calories are survival in an emergency. The food's delicious and it lasts. But hurry, this offer won't last forever. Check this off your list and sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst case scenario, God forbid, ever happens. It will. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and score free shipping too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com before it's too late. All right, Joseph, it's Friday, so... It's Friday! Yeah! Yes, sir, it is. Thank Thank you to everyone tuning in on our live chat. 11 a.m. Eastern Time launch on Rumble, which has been a resounding success. Viewers, listeners up dramatically. We're working out a few kinks. We appreciate your patience, but rumble.com slash Bongino. 11 a.m. If you'd like to check it out and join the live chat, we deeply appreciate that. Some of the comments are quite funny as we follow along there. (laughs) We're getting a kick out of them. A lot of informative stuff. So I read this story at the Wall Street Journal about this massive mental health time bomb about to go off. And it's not necessarily my educational background at psychology that cued me in. It's my love of country. How do you think, after reading yesterday's story, that 77% of our youth are uh, physically incapable or unable to, uh, to, to serve in our military due to things like obesity and being out of shape? They're not qualified is a precise way to say it. And then we have research out there indicating that this may be one of the most depressed and anxious generations of our time. That kind of sounds to me, Joe, like a big problem. See, because you have this thing. You have a country handed to you by your fathers and grandfathers that you do this crazy thing you hand down to. So when you're handing it to a generation of kids that can't defend it and then are mentally incapable to deal with even the slightest of stressors and are depressed and anxious, that sounds to me like trouble. It sounds to me like a legitimate, hate the buzzword, but it's true in this case, existential threat for the future of your society. I mean, that's kind of how societies have collapsed time and time again if you actually read the history books. Chaos and disorder take over. 
a lack of solidarity and fidelity to a common cause. Where am I getting all this from? This Wall Street Journal article by James Freeman popped yesterday. It's depressing. Pun, believe me, intended. It's called, Is Politics Making Kids Depressed? They noticed that this big study just exposed a massive, massive problem with our generation of kids, depression and anxiety. They noticed that these depressive affect scores, basically kids being depressed, increased for all adolescents after 2010, but increases were most pronounced for female liberal adolescents. Oh, really? These findings indicate a growing mental health disparity between adolescents who identify with certain political beliefs. Gee, that's a shocker, fellas. That's really stunning. I mean, as Robert Pondicio writes on Twitter, I mean, you tell your kids your country's founded on lies. You're all a bunch of racists to the core. The country's racist. Democracy's hanging by a thread. None of it matters because climate change is going to blow everybody up. We're all going to get nuked. Everybody's going to die. You'd probably be depressed too, no? Yeah, what's the use? What's the freaking point? Of course, conservatives believe none of that. What's my line on this show all the time? I'm long in the United States. Why? Just understand the history of the United States. And I know the good people who live here. Hot libs. Matty Iglesias, believe me, a card-carrying member of the left, folks. He wrote in a tweet, It's not just young women whose depression rates have soared. It's specifically young liberals with liberal teen boys actually faring worse than conservative teen girls. Now, why would that be? You would think liberals dragging their kids to disgusting drag shows with adult men shaking their junks in, you know, five and six-year-olds' faces, that that have a lot to do with it. Yeah, probably does. Sexualizing kids at a young age completely unprepared to handle that. But we're going to go through bit by bit. Race, masculinity, climate, policing, public safety, COVID. How liberals, who you need to get your kids away from ASAP, move away from these people as soon as possible, want your kids crazy, depressed, and potentially suicidal. If they didn't, they wouldn't be telling them crazy things. Like this. Here is the second gentleman. Kind of a (laughs) second gentleman, right? Okay. Here's the second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, uh, married to Kamala Harris. Here's Dougie. Doug's giving an interview to MSNBC's Jonathan Capehart, uh, another life loser. And they're sitting there talking about toxic masculinity. You know, the men who fight wars and majority of which police streets and majority of which of you know, sit there and take high risk jobs and construction and elsewhere to build this country. Well, we're told by crazy lunatic liberals like Capehart and uh, Doug Emhoff, probably the least masculine guy you're ever going to meet. We're told, of course, all of that is toxic. That you shouldn't be proud of your manhood. Of course, you're never going to be told that here. That it's toxic. And I want you to listen to Doug Emhoff. This guy's, keep in mind, this is the one of the most important political figures in the United States. He's literally married to the vice president, Kamala Harris. And here he is describing, oh, man, he's toxic. Imagine listening to this guy, this charlatan clown, and being told that the very act of manhood is somehow toxic. Take a listen. Has being second gentleman changed your own view 
of perceived gender roles or what it means to be a man? That's this is something I've I've thought about a lot and something I've spoken about a lot. There's too much of toxicity. It's masculine toxicity out there. And we've kind of confused what it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. Did, by the way, guys, did he just say foof? Foof. What is foof? What is what, what is what, what is that? Is that even a thing? Foof. Imagine being a young teen liberal young man or a boy listening to this absolute imbecile and the imbecile interviewing him, explaining to you how characteristics beyond your control. You were born a man, a boy, a child and a, and a baby, a male baby. You were born that way and being told that, that that's inherently toxic. And you wonder why all these liberal kids want to jump off a bridge and they're all depressed and anxious all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They can't figure out why figures like, like Tate and others have developed this massive following out there. People who say things liberals, they, they scream out against all the time because what they're doing is they're creating a counter revolution that many would argue goes in the other direction. You're, this wokeism isn't doing liberals what you think it's doing. It's creating counter-revolutionaries. There's a fascinating piece. I'm actually glad you brought this up. I read, forgive me, that would be in the show if I, I could remember. But I read it the other day. It was a piece on college campuses, how they are creating almost like revolutionary-type conservatives right now because they're being having shoved down their throats all the time, this crazy nonsense. This is not doing what you think it's doing. You wonder why liberal kids are all depressed and want to kill themselves and they have anxiety scores off the charts. Get your kids away from these people as soon as possible because they're told that inherently being a man is somehow toxic. Here's what they're told on race, too. You wonder why kids are anxious and depressed, hanging around dopey, crazy liberals all day. Well, why would you be optimistic about race relations in the future if Ibram Kendi one of the lead CRT race essentialism proponents out there, a complete total moron who is like an intellectual scion of the left, which says a lot in his own right. When he remedies, his remedy for discrimination is more discrimination in the future. You can read the quote from his book right here. The only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. The only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. How are you supposed to take some solace and peace in growing race relations and better relations amongst races in the United States when you've got idiots like this telling you, no, no, we've got to discriminate even more in the future. That's the remedy. You wonder why these kids are all depressed. By the way, here's their intellectual scion, a man so stupid he can't even define what racism is. Remember when he was asked this question? Here's a little clue, by the way. If you need to define a pen, the word pen should not be in the definition. A pen is not a pen-like device that does pen things. That's not a description. That's circular reasoning. Here's this idiot who's made a fortune of telling people how to be racist, essentially. Here he is asked to describe racism. I want you to listen to the crowd's reaction. There's a liberal crowd, too, as they laugh at this idiot. Check this out. You talked about the importance of defining racism, but I, but I, unless I missed it, which is possible, I didn't, I didn't hear your personal definition. Is there, is there one that you would offer us? Like, how do you define racism? Sure. So racism, I would define it um, as a collection uh, of racist policies that lead to racial inequity that are substantiated by racist ideas. (laughs) 
sure, a, a collection uh, of racist policies that lead to racial inequity that are substantiated by racist ideas. And you wonder why kids are depressed, right, and depressed and anxious and suicidal? Imagine this being the intellectual scion of your time. A guy who describes racism as racisty, racist, racist stuff that does racist stuff. This is your guy? You sensing a theme here? Doug Emhoff, Ibram Kendi, why liberal kids, young ladies and women are all depressed. These are their leaders? A guy who says foof and a guy who describes racism as racisty, racist stuff and tells you to discriminate more in the future? Get your kids away from these freaking lunatics yesterday. I can't move. Find a way. You want crazy kids? Keep exposing them to these idiots. It's not just race and masculinity, of course, that have our kids all depressed, suicidal, and anxious. Liberal kids, that is. What about climate? Climate. You know, climate changes all the time on planet Earth. But not now. We've been told, you know, human beings... Human beings have destroyed the climate. Your very existence is a cancerous, rotting cause on planet. It's a virus destroying planet Earth. Listen to this young lady up on Capitol Hill. I genuinely feel bad for her. I'm not, even, I'm, this, I'm not being sarcastic. This is a young lady on Capitol Hill at one of these climate things a while ago. Listen to her talk about all the doom and gloom and how they're all, this is it, man. They've got a few years left. and They, they, they actually believe this. And you wonder why these kids are all losing their minds. Take a listen. This is a fight for our lives, for our security, for all future generations to come. They want us to just sit quiet? Yeah, they're sick, all right. This is what these young liberal kids are being told by a class of tier one level charlatans, fakes, and frauds like the second gentleman, Ibram Racisty Racist Kendi, and this idiot. Who's this? Well, you can take a look yourself. Here's a very prominent liberal politician, young men and women on the liberal side, love and adore despite the fact that this politician is clearly one of the most low IQ people sitting in the Congress right now. But the fact that she says insane things doesn't matter. They believe it and they all think they're going to die in 12 years. Here, take a listen. Millennials and people and, you know, Gen Z and all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And your biggest issue is... Your your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it? Mm-hmm. And like this is the war. This is our World War Two. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I think for younger people, we're looking at this and we're like, how how are we saying let's take it easy mm-hmm. when 3000 Americans died last year? Again, you sensing a theme here. A bunch of grifter loser charlatans like this idiot, AOC, Ibram Kendi and Doug Emhoff. Telling kids they're awful and evil for being men. They're awful and evil for being alive because you're destroying the earth. It's only got 12 years. 
telling them all they need to be racist, not only now, but in the future, more of it. And then you wonder why they're depressed. Get your kids away from these people. Here's AOC again. They had this little cartoon. Uh, this is the, about 25 seconds or so. This is a little cartoon she put out there about you got to change everything now. We're running out of time. Everyone's probably going to die. Take a look. When I was elected to Congress, the world's leading climate scientists declared another emergency. They told us that we had 12 years left to cut our emissions in half, or hundreds of millions of people would be more likely to face food and water shortages, poverty, and death. 12 years to change everything. How we got around, how we fed ourselves, how we made our stuff, how we lived and worked. Everything. You said it right, man. Like, I feel bad for these kids. Um, uh, folks, just for a second, I'm just asking you, imagine this. Imagine being raised in an environment where people you're being told by your liberal professors, teachers, and people in academia and Hollywood, people you admire, are telling you to look up to these people. Ibram Kendi, AOC, Doug Emhoff, Kamala Harris. And all of these people are giving each other the wink and the nod that the world is going to end, you're all evil, you're all stupid, your existence is a rot on planet Earth. Imagine being told this, not that you're God, you're a gift from God, this planet, that every human being has some inherent value. You're not being told any of that, that your country, despite its failures, is the greatest country in the history of mankind, has taken its failures and built bigger and better things, bigger and better than anyone's ever built them. Imagine being told it's a racist, evil, awful country all the time and wondering why your kids all want to kill themselves. Imagine being told this about the police. A generally good group of people have our, you know, bad ones as always, as every organization's going to. But the cops I know were good guys, good men and women, there to do a job. Nobody's perfect, of course. But imagine being told as a young liberal that either if you're black or your friends are black, that they're being hunted down in the street. Police are hunting them down. They're being targeted by police all the time. And imagine them being told, imagine them being told this by another person you've been told to respect. The charlatan of all charlatans, the hapless loser at the Department of, uh, of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, a man who says a whole lot, but never says anything at all. Here's Buttigieg repeating the absolute fairy tale that police are somehow targeting black men. Why? Because he's a grifter loser. A total life loser scrub with absolutely no human dignity at all. Who's interested in starting another great, because it's a grift for him, firing up race relations all over the United States and destroying them just like Kendi because they can profit off it. Take a listen. We're hurting right now for our country. The killing of George Floyd and police violence against black people in cities across America have brought us to this point where protesters are showing up and insisting that this time really has to be different, that there is no going back to normal until America actually shows through action that our country values black lives. Our country values, but we don't. What the, is this guy talking about? What is he talking about? Do you have any idea what he said? That we know, does anybody in this, no. anyone on this crew here? Not value black lives. I, I, don't, I don't even know what that, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? This is, a, again, you sensing the theme here. 
This is not a complicated show, but it's an important one. The question for the show, why do our kids want to kill themselves? Why are they depressed? Why are they anxious to the degree we haven't seen in decades? Uh, I don't know. A bunch of goofball losers that they look up to and have been told to look up to are telling them they suck. The police are hunting them down. The world's going to blow up in 12 years. <laughs> you almost wonder how these kids are not depressed. Of course, all of what Buttigieg just said is completely made up. Here, the myth of systemic police racism by Heather McDonald. The police fatally shot unarmed blacks and 19 unarmed whites in 2019, according to the Washington Post database. Down, down, that's not up, down? Oh, down from 38 and 32, respectively, in 2015. That's strange. I thought it was up. I thought they were hunting, hunting black guys. The Post defines unarmed broadly. Also, and they go through a number of things. She notes also in 2018, there were 7,407 black homicide victims. So assuming a comparable number of victims last year, these nine unarmed, nine unarmed black victims. I, I thought there were 92,000, they told us, right? They crazy. They told nine unarmed black victims of police shootings represent 0.1% of all African-Americans killed in 2019. By contrast, a police officer is 18 and a half times more likely to be killed by a black male than an unarmed black male is to be killed by a police officer. Kind of weird. Buttigieg didn't mention that. He's right. If you forget thousands, he says they probably, if you're, if you're a, if you're a young liberal, you probably believe there are millions of murdered, assassinated young black men mowed down by police officers. Of course, that's ridiculous, but it doesn't matter. You got Pete Buttigieg, you told you a total life loser with no human dignity whatsoever. None. Remember Buttigieg? Let me get off out of the car. Pretend I rode my bike to the white house. Showing up in his cosplay suit at the at the Palestine, he's Palestine after being humiliated. That's who he is. Ask anyone who really knows Pete Buttigieg. Total life loser. I got more. Not just depressed about police, public safety, climate, race, masculinity. They were depressed on COVID too. I mean, they were told it's going to wipe out humankind. Right? Please, masculinity. We're going to remember that. I got a couple of videos on that one. But Biden even admits it. He even admits what they did. Folks, you need a good night's sleep. The best place to go is helixsleep.com. H-E-L-I-X. Sleep, especially as you get older. You know it. You need it. That deep. I got a lot of deep sleep last night, man. I woke up feeling good. It's that comforting, slow wave sleep. That's when all those healing hormones in your body are released. You need that sleep. Get a good mattress. Go to helixsleep.com dot com slash Dan and take the sleep quiz. I took it. I was matched to the Midnight Lux and I love it. Listen, Helix knows everyone's unique. They have several different mattress models to choose from based on your body type and sleep preferences. Get a mat a mattress designed for you, not someone else. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door ship for free. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's quick. It's fun to unbox. And you're not going to believe how well you'll sleep. You'll wake up feeling rested and refreshed like I do today. I was excited about this show. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep, it's never far away. Helix is now offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows, too, for listeners to this program. It's our best offer yet. So go today, Helix, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan, helixsleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Thanks, Helix. Okay, what about COVID? 
Here is an absolutely insane video of Joe Biden on just this topic of COVID and mental health. We locked our kids out of schools. We told them this deadly virus was going to wipe out humanity if they didn't get a vaccine and stick a face diaper on their face. The irony of this video of Biden is after the Democrats engaged in mass hysteria, posted daily death counts on their media channels of COVID in order to take down Trump, inflated death counts by blaming everything on COVID. You were in a motorcycle wreck and you died and you test positive for COVID. COVID got you. Closed schools, closed businesses. After all of this, Biden has the moose nuts to say this. It is a phenomenal negative psychological impact that COVID has had on the public psyche. And so you have an awful lot of people who are uh, notwithstanding the fact that, uh, that that things have gotten so much better for them economically uh, that they are thinking, but how do you get up in the morning feeling happy? Right. Happy that everything's all right. <laughs> what? Bro, are you insane? You literally ran against the sitting president, President Trump. Stirring up mass COVID hysteria, telling everyone to put face diapers on as if it was going to do anything, spinning up uh, uh, all kinds of fears and horrors about how deadly and people were dying all over the place with this thing. People were dying, not nearly to the degree you made it out. And now you're wondering why people are losing their minds. Folks, this is how crazy it was. This is a real video. I played it on my radio show yesterday, but you see the video. If you're watching on the live chat here, please, if you're not, go to rumble.com slash Bongino and watch it. This is Nassau County, Long Island. I'm very familiar. I grew up there portions of my life. I know Nassau County well. This is the former executive, Laura Curran. This is how freaking crazy these people were. This, this thing degenerates into hilarity as she's giving the rules for playing tennis with COVID and whose balls you can kick or touch. If you're laughing now, I'm not. This is just play the tape. Unless they're from the same, same household, has to bring their own tennis balls so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. I'm going to blush. Sorry. Um, of course, if you're... Pl- <laughs> If you're playing with someone in your household, you can touch those tennis balls. Well navigated towards the end. (laughs) Yes. Joe, you can kick their balls, but definitely don't touch their balls. Unless they're in your own household, then you can touch their balls. Just be careful whose balls you touch. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't really care who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of leave other people's balls alone. (laughs) I'm just going to. I mean, folks, now listen, we're laughing because this is, I mean, really. That was real. Can you imagine, you know, future generations, right? You look back on the Spanish flu and there wasn't video or anything. We're not going to, you know, the basic pictures and written accounts of it, right? You're not going to have some kind of detailed video analysis of all the crazy that probably happened then too. That's not the case for COVID. There are probably trillions of hours of video and text writing about the crazy Liberals forced down our throats. And to to be fair, some swampy Republicans during COVID. People are going to look back in history at videos like this and are going to just be astounded at the level of stupid. And yet Joe Biden's wondering 
why our kids are going crazy and losing their minds, why everybody's losing it, why they're cracking down while, while liberals are losing their marbles. Why not conservative kids? Because conservative kids' parents told them, be sane. It's a virus. We'll deal with it. Let me get to my, uh, my next sponsor, and then uh, I want to wrap this up on a few more topics. Liberals on economic freedom and business. I mean, you're told this doesn't matter. Merit doesn't matter. Greedy corporations are stealing from you. Everyone's going to starve. Okay, it sounds pretty depressing. On the population. Population, we're overpopulated. We're all going to starve to death there too. We're overpopulated? That's really weird. Matt doesn't seem to add up on that. Finally, even their comedians aren't even funny. We'll get to that in a minute. Liquid IV. Liquid IV is my go-to. I just gave a bag of this to the physical therapist working on my arm yesterday because he told me he loved it. I love it too. It's a category-winning hydration brand and their hydration multiplier is one product you're missing in your daily routine. And just one stick, just looks like this. You get five essential vitamins, tear it off. I use it first thing in the morning, pour it in some water, shake it up before a workout, after a long night out, you want to hydrate yourself in the morning and you'll get those fluids into you. You probably don't even know you're dehydrated. Take yourself some Liquid IV, pick some up, pick some up at liquidiv.com. Use the promo code Bongino. You're going to see the difference. You put Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water. It's five essential vitamins, vitamin C, three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients. It's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. To date, Liquid IV's donated over 36 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Grab your Liquid IV today. The stuff is great. Grab it in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off. It's big savings when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Bongino at checkout. I strongly vouch for this soap. Use it every day. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop for better hydration today using promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at liquidiv.com. Hydrate yourself. You probably don't even know you're dehydrated. Liquidiv.com, promo code Bongino. Thanks, Liquid IV. Okay, just quick. Why are liberal kids depressed, anxious, suicidal? Well, here's another one of their charlatan masters they bow down and genuflect before. The hapless Bernie Sanders, a man who's a millionaire himself, yet tells you millionaires and billionaires are really awful people. Again, a fraud, a loser, a man with no human dignity at all. Him and Buttigieg come from, cut from the exact same cloth. They have no skills. They could never cut it in the private sector. So what do they do? They find themselves in government. Here's Bernie here. Wouldn't this make you depressed? talking about our economic system. By the way, the most prosperous in the world. And we'd be more prosperous if people like Bernie would get out of the way. Talking about how people are starving, starving to death, seniors with no income later in life. Yet it's kind of weird, guys. He seems to forget who, who manages the senior retirement system. It's got a name. It's called, it's got, the, what is it? So, so, social, social, social. Oh, so, social security. Thank you. He cued me in. Uh, who manages that, guys? Is that Morgan Stanley? Oh, oh the government, government manages. Dude. Yeah. Oh, they, I, I, I didn't know. I, I'm, I, forgive me. I'm a little behind the times. Bernie Sanders wants more government, yet he's claiming seniors have no retirement. Kind of weird. Almost like he doesn't even realize how dumb he is exposing his own guiding ethos, how government's the lodestar. Here, check this out. It is not and has not been a good economy when over 40 million workers were earning starvation wages of less than $15 an hour. And here again is the simple truth. Nobody in America can make it on eight or nine or 10 bucks an hour. 
And over the last four years, it has not been a good economy. When half of older workers, and we don't talk about this enough, when half of older workers had no retirement savings, imagine being 55, 60, 65, you don't got a nickel in the bank, and now you're on retirement. And how do you do that with any shred of dignity? It's like comical. So Bernie Sanders' government, which stole seniors' money for decades of their working lives to put in a system called Social Security and then took the money and spent it, is now blaming Americans for that problem. And then he claims that being people in America, starvation wage, people are starving. Starving everyone. You wonder why the kids are depressed, which is interesting because I just went to this, took me about, again, 25, 30 seconds. Publichealth.org, why Americans, uh, why are they obese? Hmm. I thought we were all starving. It's interesting. One of the biggest public health crises in the United States is not, in fact, starvation, like Bernie Sanders is telling the kids. People starving everywhere, Joe. Um, it's, in fact, obesity. Kind of weird. Kind of weird how they lie to these kids. They all want to kill themselves, suicidal, anxious, depressed. I wonder why. They're also told, of course, their very existence is a cancer, not just for climate change, told that by AOC. 12 years. 12 years, kids. That's it. That's all you got left. Of course, we laugh at all these idiots if you're on the conservative side. But this was a serious question asked at the World Economic Forum uh, to a panelist who, it's interesting, seems to believe, too, and play into the fact, you'll listen in the beginning, you'll hear it, that overpopulate, we are not overpopulated. There's, we're not even close to overpopulated. That is a fairy tale. That is a ridiculous fairy tale. Every single human being on planet Earth, everyone could fit in the states of Texas, Louisiana, and Florida with easily the equivalent floor space of a healthy-sized apartment. And the rest of the Earth would be entirely abandoned. Only idiots believe in overpopulation. I mean, absolute morons. But here, you watch at the WEF, the World Economic Forum, you'll see why kids are depressed. She feeds into the myth that overpopulation is feeding into climate change. It's one of the causes. And then she accidentally tells the truth at the end that we may actually be looking at a different problem, like a demographic time bomb as we whacked a bunch of kids due to abortion who were going to need to pay for all the older people who go bankrupt because the government spent their Social Security. So weird, like they create the problems and then whine about them. Check this out. Overpopulation contributes to climate change, but it's not the sole cause of climate change. One of the things young people are telling us is they don't want to have children because they feel that there's, you know, the, the world is such a terrible place to live in. They don't want to bring uh, a child, another child into the world. You know, how do you control population? What policies do you put in place? You look at uh, Singapore and China that has, you know, kind of one child policy. You know, they're all reversing it because they're finding that, you know, then there are no people now left to be consumers or to work in their, in their country. So we can't dictate whether someone's going to reproduce or not. But we can, what we can do is provide the information for them to make the right choices for themselves and their families. I mean, why, why are they depressed? Your very existence is contributing to a massive problem in the world. Climate change, starvation here in the United States, it's not happening. You shouldn't even exist. Gee, why are kids suicidal? I don't know. Maybe they're being told their existence is a problem. Folks, this is, I'd love to tell you this is a deep dive show. We do a lot of those. 
where we get into communist ideology, the wiping out of objective truth, competition for the state. This is none of that. This is an important show, yet the simplest one you've ever seen. Why are kids depressed who are liberal? Because they're told them a very act of their existence is a cancerous rot on planet Earth. Uh, gee, I wonder why. Now, if you go to the newsletter today, and I encourage you to, bongino.com slash newsletter, I'd like you to read this piece. It's from December of 2022. It's from Cato. Valuable people, colon, debunking the myth of overpopulation. So Cato just did something really simple. They said, listen, if, if overpopulation is causing this scarce resource problem and people are starving and dying because there's too many people, they said it's really weird when you look at the study about time prices, which represents the length of time you have to work to buy something. Pretty simple. Joe, you got to work a month to buy a, what, a used car or okay. three months or four months, right? Yeah. So they looked at that. They said, for example, a new television or refrigerator might cost a certain number of hours at an average worker's wages. To their surprise, the authors found that the resource abundance, I thought we were scarce, I thought we were starving, not only increased with population growth, it actually increased faster than the population. A relationship they call superabundance. On average, every additional human being that the left tells you is a cancer, by the way, created more value than he or she consumed. Oh, isn't that interesting? This relationship between population growth and abundance is deeply counterintuitive, yet it's true and amply demonstrated by the data. No, 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 I, he's, no it's not, of course, not counterintuitive at all. If you're a liberal, it is. I think the Cato is trying to be funny and silly about it because liberals, again, if you listen to my show this week titled Liberals Are Really, Really Dumb, that's actually the name of the show, you'll see that liberals never think anything through. They're first order effect people. They're told something they take at face value and they never say then what. So they see human beings because they're told by AOC and others as just consumers and destroyers of, of, of resources. Consume food, they consume water, they consume iPhones, causing the forest to burn or whatever, and minerals to be taken and ripped out of the earth. What they never see is what they use that food they took in to do, to fuel their brains which creates new ideas like penicillin and cancer treatments and artificial intelligence and quantum mechanics. Liberals see none of that. Conservatives do. Every human being is a gift, not a curse. You wonder why liberal kids are depressed and conservatives aren't? That What I just said just sums that up right there. Conservative kids raised in conservative smart households we're told every human being is a gift. Live long and prosper, baby, Star Trek style. Liberal parents aren't telling their kids that. You're going to die. The police are going to hunt you down. That white kid next to you hates you. Police are hunting black men in the streets. Climate's going to evaporate in 12 years. The rich men are coming for you. Corporate greed. Everyone's starving. The earth is overpopulated. I'm actually stunned any of these liberal kids aren't insane nuts. Finally, their comedians aren't even funny. The people they look up to in comedy, supposed to make them laugh, are also depressing conspiracy theory losers as well that tell them crazy things. I'll get to that in a second. Let me get to my last sponsor first. And I've got a couple more news items. And, of course, questions for Dan. Birch Gold. 
B-I-R-C-H. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in on qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st. They'll ship a free safe directly to your door. How do you get this great deal? Text Dan, D-A-N, to 989898 to get your free information kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. But folks, it's not working. So you got to protect yourself today. You've seen the impact on the stock market and your assets. Hedge inflation, protect yourself by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA and precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. I bought gold from Birch Gold multiple times to protect my family. You can trust them. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers, me included. Text DAN to 989898 for your free information kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text DAN to 989898. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rates apply. Thanks, Birch Gold. Appreciate it. Finally, one last point on why liberal kids are all depressed and anxious and suicidal. Where do you go when you need a laugh, Joe? You go to comedians. I mean, our generation was what? George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, yeah. you know, Richard Pryor. I mean, you have comedians. Yeah, now you have the, the Louis C.K.'s, Dave Chappelle's of the world, whatever. Uh, but the liberal comedians, right? Because liberals hate uh, Chappelle and others. The liberals, they listen to people like Jimmy Kimmel. One of the, the, the blackface Jimmy Kimmel, remember him? Uh, not yeah. funny at all. Uh, really, not, I'm genuinely, objectively not funny. It's kind of weird. He has one job to be funny and he can't even do that. But Tucker exposed this idiot the other day. Imagine going someplace for a laugh and then being pumped a conspiracy theory that the Wuhan virus emanated somehow from a pangolin or something like that. Take a listen. Even the, the quote, comedians, they were on propaganda duty too. Watch this. He's also pushing U.S. intelligence to find evidence for this theory that the virus was accidentally released from a lab in Wuhan. That's his new angle to feed the wingnuts, uh, to treat this virus like it was a conspiracy of some kind. It should have never happened. This plague should never have happened. It could have been stopped. But people chose not to stop it. <laughs> what people? Tomorrow he'll blame the Spanish flu on Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Imagine if you're a comedian and all of a sudden your cue card has all kinds of talking points from politicians and foreign governments on it. Don't read it. You degrade yourself and you become complicit in the greatest crime in history. We'll just leave that segment there. I feel bad for these people. I do. I spent a lot of years in school, college, graduate work. I know you never cite your education. It's true. You sound like an idiot, but it's important in this case. It's a serious thing, folks. And the problem with depression, major depressive episodes, is once that black cloud parks over your head, man, it is really hard to get rid of. I have personal and both educational and personal experience with it. It is really hard to get rid of. Okay. So this happened up on, Killia, uh, up on Capitol Hill yesterday. Let me uh, move on. John Kennedy, uh, S, he's a Republican senator from Louisiana. He questioned Merrick Garland about the infamous memo from the Department of Justice instructing the FBI to investigate parents who spoke up at school board meetings. Now, of course, Merrick Garland, who's a sniveling loser, and a, I mean, I really, a, the, probably the worst attorney general, I would say comfortably, actually, we've had in U.S. history, this sniveling coward lies his way through the whole thing. But what I found interesting about this exchange is not just the exchange, but how liberals, again, depressed, anxious, suicidal liberals, how they used to speak out against the FBI and the CIA. Remember that COINTELPRO, the Black Panthers? Remember that? It was, it was, they, they hated the FBI and the CIA. 
But now that the FBI and the CIA are even more powerful and they're targeting what they perceive to be their political enemies, liberals like Ed Krasnerstein, whatever, I don't know who this guy, I just found out about this guy. Ed, apparently some some anti-Trump crazy person. Ed Krasnerstein, he thinks this is great. You play the video first, which he seems to love. Check this out. Didn't you understand the chilling effect that it would have to parents when you issued uh, your directive, when you directed your criminal divisions and your counterterrorism divisions to, um, to investigate parents who were angry at school boards and administrators during COVID? So, Senator, if you just give me a moment to put the full context, I did not do that. I did not issue any memorandum directing the investigation of parents who were concerned about their children. Quite to the contrary, the memorandum that you're talking about says at the very beginning of the memorandum that vigorous public debate is protected by the First Amendment. And the kind of concerns that you're talking about are, uh, as expressed by parents, are, of course, completely protected. The memorandum was aimed at violence and threats of violence against a whole host of school personnel. It was not aimed at parents making complaints to their school board. So again, the bizarre thing is not that sniveling life loser and coward uh, Merrick Garland lied about what he just said. There was a memo issued from the DOJ, which was a follow-up to a request to treat them like domestic parents from a National School Board Association. Those are just facts. Uh, Garland's just a liar. I mean, he's a coward. He's a chump. So it's not just that he lied. It's that liberals like Ed Krasnerstein here, I, I, I don't know who this guy is, but apparently blue checkmark guy who liberals seem to like. He's got glasses on in his avatar, so he's definitely tough. Uh, he loves this. He's like, look at this. Republicans, they falsely claimed here that DOJ had been targeting parents or whatever, insisting that Garland completely debunked the entire talking point. Now, you would think liberals would be concerned about this kind of thing, targeting parents and all, using the weaponized FBI, intel community. Nah, liberals love it because they're depressed, anxious, crazy people. The weird thing is that the Krasersteins apparently were targeted by the FBI or Homeland Security themselves, according to this Daily Beast article. <laughs> so strange that they seem to be all, all pro-FBI. Wait a little, little thing. Now, Kyle Serafin, who was actually in the FBI, uh, Joe, you think he knows a little bit more than Ed Krasnerstein? Yeah, he was Maybe there. A tad bit. Yeah, he was in the he FBI. Was, he was yeah. there. Yeah, he, he, he was. Knows. Right, Joe knows him. Probably. Yeah, he, you yeah. met him once, right? Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, we met him. Cool guy. He was an actual FBI agent. And the interesting is, the interesting thing is, he responded to Ed Krasnerstein, and he said, "Listen, you know, I was actually there as an FBI agent. He's actually the whistleblower on the school board scandal." And he says, "I he." he talks about Krasnerstein here. He says, well, this isn't really true. He said the FBI opened a dozen or dozens of investigations with the threat tag. They were turned over to the House Judiciary. The FBI doesn't have the bandwidth for some BS local threat case, but took these threat cases on because the attorney general you just saw directed it. And the assistant director of counterterrorism in the FBI made it a headquarters priority by calling attention to it. He notes, God help you, Ed, if you end up on the wrong side of a future regime that weaponizes law enforcement against your preferred positions. Your efforts defending this terrible figurehead who's allowing the deputy AGs to run wild is not a good position. 
But don't worry, Krasnerstein definitely knows more than Kyle, who was actually there. Kyle will be on my Fox show, by the way, tomorrow night, Saturday at 9 p.m., talking about how this school board thing is very real and Garland's lying. I also have an update on my Fox show on what would a national divorce look like, so don't miss that, and a monologue in the beginning on did China just pull off the crime of the century? Don't miss it. Unfiltered. Tomorrow night, Saturday, Fox, 9 p.m. All right, time for questions for Dan. Hey, Dan, at Bobcat Bruno, besides food, what do you recommend everyone should have on hand in case of an emergency EMP attack? One, your home should be protected against an EMP attack. There are a number of you just put in a search engine protecting my home against EMP attacks. They're very cheap. Attach them to your, uh, your circuit breaker, your circuit board. It'll absorb a lot of that. That's number one. Number two, you should probably have some hazmat materials. You should have water filtration. You should have firearms. You should have ammunition. You should have a means to create fire. You should have charcoal. You should have some kind of grill. You should have some uh, bleach. These are all things that should be just mandatory for every American. Don't you think the government's going to save you? You're crazy. So those are just a couple of things. At Get Up and Dance. Hey, Dan, I've been listening to you for years now. Love the show. Thank you. You've been saying you're long in the United States. It's because I am. Is that just your view on the political landscape of our nation or also on the righteousness of our nation or both? No, it's second, the second portion, the latter. Folks, listen, you may chalk it up and laugh. That's fine. Uh, there's something about this place is just different. I believe God has blessed this place. We shouldn't be here. We shouldn't have lived through the Civil War. We shouldn't have survived the War of 1812. We should not have survived against the British Army in the Revolution. We barely survived the hippies, and yet we continue to get richer and richer and wealthier and richer and wealthier. You don't think that's weird? How come it's not happening to anyone else? I think God needed an example, and we're it. We cause our own struggles, but I'm convinced this place is going to always come out on top. I don't know. If I'm crazy, I'm crazy. But I'm going, that's not, I'm not going down six feet deep thinking otherwise. Hey, Dan, at Crete, who gave Obama the Secret Service handle Renegade? Uh, the military. They do that. They create the code names for the presidents, not us. Hey, Dan, specifically, I think WACA, the White House Communications Agency. Hey, Dan, at Telfair, do you have dates, locations for your book tour? Please come to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I don't. We are working on it. We finished the book. I think. I'll let you know. It'll be up for pre-sale next week. So if you'd pick it up on pre-order, I would deeply, deeply appreciate it when it comes out. I think it's going to happen next week. We've got the cover ready to rock and roll. The book is done. I love it. My wife loves it. My publisher sent me a big, long email. I think it's the best thing I've ever, uh, best book I've done. So I will get you those locations. Here's the problem. I need two things in every location. I need a bookstore to manage the book signing. And I need a radio station we're affiliated with to do the radio show. It's not easy. It's easy in big cities, but I, everybody goes to big cities. I want to go to places nobody goes. You know, I want to go to Chattanooga. You know, nobody does books on. I want to go there where real Americans are. I don't want to go to, you know, just L.A. That's why. But it's not easy. So, hey, Dan, RC1999. Any idea when more of your Folds of Honor shirts... <laughs> I did not wear this on purpose for this question. We'll be available. Here it is right here with the Dan Bongino show. And then, can you see that, Keith? Freedom isn't free on the back. And will you ever offer other types of merchandise, mugs, stickers, hats? The reason I picked this question today is Paula has been busting her hump 
to get this store up and running. And we are almost there. We did the Folds of Honor run. We sold out in just about a day, which we were stunned by. We didn't expect the kind of response. So we're almost there. Uh, Jeremy Ann. Dan, hope the elbow's doing better. It has. It's a little swollen today. Uh, PT guy beat me up a little bit yesterday. I hope Lucy's doing well, too. You been able to play with Lucy lately despite the elbow surgery? Yeah, Lucy's low maintenance, man. She just wants belly rubs. And, you know, I, my right hand works fine. Lucy, I want to, you know, she doesn't like to throw her the ball like Laura Curran, kick the balls, throw the balls. Lucy's a uh, well, girl, so we don't have to worry about kicking anybody's balls or anything. But uh, all she wants to do is belly rubs. That's it. Frederick underscore Bastiat. There you go. What do you think about negative reps in a workout? Absolutely critical. 100% critical. Eccentric movements. What's a negative rep? Say you're doing a bicep curl. This is the positive concentric portion of the rep. The lowering portion is also exercise. It's called a negative or eccentric motion. The mistake people make when they lift is they scream the weight up. They just drop it down. You're killing half the movement. That resistance to lowering it creates a ton of muscle growth. Look it up. Making a huge mistake if you ignore the negative. Negative pull-ups. That's right. Pull up and then slowly let yourself down. Hey, Dan, will the Omaha Steak Freezer go to the new studio so Guy won't go on? Uh, we haven't thought that through. At Clemmy, uh, that's, a, that's Guy's most critical question. He insisted I include that. Uh, I think we'll just have him send uh, Omaha right to his house to keep him happy. Is that it? We gotta, that's it. Oh, folks, I always love the questions. Those always crack me up. Thanks again for tuning in. It's a good answer. He's, uh, he's happy with that. A uh, couple small requests. Please tune in. Set your DVR if you can't make it live to my Fox show tomorrow night. Again, did China commit the crime of the century? And what will a national divorce look like? I'm going to tell the nation about it on my Fox show tomorrow night, 9 p.m., unfiltered. And if you wouldn't mind, please go to Apple, Spotify, and Rumble and subscribe to the podcast. It is absolutely free. It keeps us on the charts. It helps us a ton. You have no idea. You guys have been, and ladies have been great doing it. Uh, Apple, Spotify, and rumble.com slash Bongino. I'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.